I am back, friends. All right, let me finish chewing my cookie. <laughs> Too full of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're rolling now. We're rolling. Dude, Austin's eating cookies. <laughs> I had one cookie. No, you, you've been scarfing cookies the whole time. And it's been completely ruining our recording. Cookie boy, we knew you were. Not some little jar goblin. <laughs> Just feasting on sweets. You used to be four ordinary teenagers. <laughs> That's the sound of me beaming in to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's my new bazoo, entrance bazoo. that I'm doing. Bazoo. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And like I said, that's Saturday Morning Tuesdays, that podcast you all subscribe to. Bet you're feeling good about that. We have uh, we have an extra special guest today. Our friend David's here. Hi, David. Hi there. David's cool. Yeah, David's, David's our great. Guy. He's a, he's well, a good dude. He's our man yeah. on the inside. Yeah, we could have beamed him aboard our starship Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm we're slightly starship. great. It's yeah, starship so, today. So you guys, you know how you know how like all the best all the best uh, radio hosts have like a personality that they sort of you know get into. Yeah, yeah, yes. So last night, last night I spent some time trying to come up with like what my personality is going to be. So I've written down a list, and I, I was just hoping you guys could could help me with it. Okay, okay we'll narrow, narrow it down. Narrow it down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. number one, number one, uh, constant, the guy who's constantly name-dropping Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Me Jerry, you're going out tonight. We got, we got to wrap this up. Do you actually uh, know oh. Jerry O'Connell, or? This character does. Oh, okay. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, hit us again. Uh, a guy who doesn't know the difference between the Caribbean and Carabiners. <laughs> I have a feeling that might not come up very often. No, but you know what? You'd be surprised. Informing his backstory, unless you force it. Yeah. yeah, we could we could easily force it. Uh, what else? Uh, a guy who says Pokemon the old guy way, even though he's young enough to know better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good character. I like, yeah, that's I like, more that, I like that one a lot. That one's great. Rory, I'm into the Pokemon guy. The Pokemon guy? Okay, so I still have a couple more. Oh, okay. oh shit. Okay, okay. It, and it, it does slowly kind of just dip into political music. Okay, great. Where I've got used to the rise of right-wing radicalism to try to normalize his owning a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is from some Nazis are, Nazis are in the United Nazis are in the White House. Can we just accept that I have a ferret? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's and then, not the worst argument. <laughs> yeah. One more. Yeah. Oh yeah. One more. Uh, I have uh, quotes quotes Heinlein novels to defend being a pansexual warthog. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't understand what Heinlein has to do with that, but uh... well, if you read Heinlein novels, he's got a lot of <laughs> warthogish opinions about pansexuality. 
how he just needs to bang everything. He's weird. He wants to bang everything that moves, but he still finds a weird way to be really misogynist about it. <laughs> like a woman can like, like, fuck you the way two dudes and a horse can. <laughs> thing about all of these, Rory, is I'm trying to find like ways with each one to somehow pepper it into like a dinosaur discussion. Oh, it'll come up. It'll come up. Great. Oh, here's a good one, and this one's kind of real. Uh, a guy who never lets you forget he's read Dune and you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that one's uh, pretty close one's to home, and easy. I enjoy that it. That one's going to be very actionable. It's, it's so easy for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the short uh, list is like that in the Pokemon one. Yeah. 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 You know what, I think... Rory? I think I trust your judgment <laughs> to... Yeah. Uh, to, to bring bring up whatever character you see fit if you think you're going to launch into some yeah, we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll try a couple we'll try a few yeah, yeah please please uh, try a few and uh, thank you for the seamless transition into talking about dinosaurs we met some new friends from out of town they were called yeah so uh, we got ourselves a fifth episode of dinosaurs yeah and, we're still uh, doing it yeah, we're still doing it. Um, now, really quick, before we fully get into the description of the episode, uh, David, did you watch Dinosaurs? I did not watch Dinosaurs. I've been oh. kind of obsessed with the theme song since we were into that for a while. Ah, okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, that's why I was kind of upset that I didn't hear the word Bossasaur a single time in this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you was, know, he, he says master a couple times in this one. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty boring by dinosaur standards. It is. Like, he's not a Mastersaurus. Yeah, so what I wanted to mention is that, I mean, the reason I feel like I contribute to this one pretty well is because I've never even seen a full episode of this, and I feel like that kid who kind of tunes in for the first time yeah. on, like random, oh, yeah. on, like a, on, like, a random Saturday, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the role I'm playing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, most of the time you're going to find a show some number of episodes into it, and you have to make that critical decision. Like, yeah, right. Am I going to ride this whale, or am I going to get the fuck off? Yeah, Which, I mean, a- like... If you're gonna have that, like this is actually a really good show to do that with because I mean it it it's really good at catching you up in really like forced ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Th- this episode's called "Divide and Conquer." Uh, I got a blurb for it. It's uh, the Tyrannos fake news about a new energy source in New York in order to get Aloe away from the dinosaurs, and Bronto Thunder goes to New York against Aloe's orders. That kind of accurately describes the first half of this episode, but the second half kind of goes off the rails. Oh, um, yeah. It's a doozy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of walk back and start from the very beginning. Um, the very first, like the first part of this episode, we have David, not our friend David on the podcast here, but uh, our young, uh, dark-haired, uh, uh, attractive little, little uh, uh, secret scout David. The opposite of me. Yeah. yeah. Complete opposite. <laughs> um, and he says, I saw it on the TV. They've discovered a new source of energy at NYU, I think. Yeah, it's NYU. <laughs> um, and, and that they proposed that it could finally help Reptilon. Yeah, what does that even mean? A new source of energy. Like with, it, you know, very little information. They're already ready to sort of... Mm-hmm. You know, it okay. I, so I didn't I, do miss anything with that. No. no. Okay. But I do. I do have to say that it was. Uh, it. I have no idea why I didn't ask this question beforehand. 
but it's taken me five episodes. Why are the dinosaurs here on Earth? What What is the point? Are they here to save this energy crisis on Reptilon that we've just learned about? Or are they just I here to... I would have to assume. Like, what's their deal? Why are they even here except to have hijinks and make friends with underage kids? Yeah, we know they're out of town. And they're out of town, and that's basically it. I would assume that, yeah, I would assume that Reptilon is in some kind of crisis. Um, I, I guess they kind of just figured people would assume it's like whatever's going on with Cybertron in Transformers, and they would kind of just sort of bridge that gap and think, okay, they must have a Cybertron problem. I had a thought that, like, maybe um, it was like a Back to the Future scenario where, like, they need a new energy source to power their hyperdrive or some, or some shit like oh, that. Oh, they got to get back home. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's kind of was my thought, but then they talked about saving their world, and I was like, okay, I'm lost again. Yeah, their, yeah. their goals are larger. I, I was I was actually excited when I heard that line about powering Reptilon because I thought this might be our first Myth Arc episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was thinking, oh, wow, are we actually on the trail of, like, following some larger plot line with the dinosaurs? Uh, turns out no. Turns out no. Definitely no. Well, they teased it. <laughs> yeah, they tease, they tease you. So I thought I thought it was kind of strange. Uh, Genghis Rex's plan is very specific. He seems to have very a very good knowledge of how to predict their actions, uh, which starts somehow with him planting a fake ad on television, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which which is odd. I don't know how he can do that and yet still be so confused about human culture. Right. Yeah, always, <laughs> Nobody else. Constant, that's going to be the constant. Uh, dissonance the show yeah uh but anyway he he puts the fake ad so the aloe leaves and then bronto thunder is in charge but then kylo's like oh so then so then we're gonna attack lava dome and he's like no you idiot we're gonna attack bronto on his own because i guess he knows that bronto's gonna go off on his own as well somehow and then they're gonna devolve him yeah so so what happens is uh aloe leaves on a you know to investigate this energy source great and then, you know, Terror Dactyl is like, hey, terrible Dactyl. Yeah, Terror, 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 Terrible Dactyl is like, <laughs> okay, they're gone. And somebody says like Roger Dodger at one point, uh, and I hated that. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, the the whole idea is to take out Bronto Thunder, and they want to do it one by one. But yeah, again, we have no way of knowing that Bronto's about to leave. They're all still at the at the lava dome. Or the, right, the mountain? Yeah, yeah. the lava dome. Lava dome, and then the tar pits. You got it right. right. Okay. We, we've watched but, enough episodes that it's sort of buried in your subconscious now, all yeah. these terms. And <laughs> then, uh, for some reason, Hydro Thunder wants to go, <laughs> uh, wants to go with Sarah, wants to go sightseeing in New York. And then Sarah kind of just, like, agrees with him? yeah. Well, and then just wants to go have it. Yeah. Also, his idea that like New York, like nobody goes out at night and won't notice him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rory, what were you gonna say about Sarah? Oh yeah. Oh well, she's the just absolute worst. <laughs> right. By the way, also my sister's name. Oh this nice. Okay. Yeah. Who did you so, think like, we were this talking is, like, about? This is like my show in like every way. Is a demon Sarah? Yeah. Exactly. This is like, like his home. I thought you were mm-hmm. going to insinuate that your Sarah was named after this Sarah. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm guessing that, like, they were actually, like, popular names in the 80s, which is why, you know, we were named that. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
they, they probably picked the lowest hanging fruit they could for the character names. Oh, I thought you met your parents. <laughs> I, I could have watched dinosaurs. I, I never asked them. Oh my god. Yeah, Demetro is kind of the only one here who's actually smart about it. Yeah, he he sort of yells out the moral of the story with a big old finger point. And says, yeah, he really does. Mark my words, disobeying instructions always leads to trouble. Yeah, I like, don't know what oh his accent God. is. I could not I really either. place what was going on there. It's but, been different. Yeah, I don't know why he's not in charge. Yeah, uh, why Bronto? Why Hydro Thunder is in charge <laughs> instead of Demetro, I will never know. Joke? I'm going to stick the guy with, with the best sense of the rules is often the worst leader, though. Maybe. maybe yeah, but, but... Hi- boy, Hydro Thunder is just a real rough boy. He's, yeah, I can switch back to Bronto. I think that's probably. <laughs> I like the figurehead. I liked I liked uh, I liked it, but uh, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, of... it's tailing off. <laughs> it's it's almost not funny. Maybe one more yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Cool. So. Uh, yeah, so they, everybody ends up in New York. Uh, they go sightseeing, sort of. They're looking around at stuff. Sarah tells Bronto Thunder about King Kong, and he thinks it's real because none of these dinosaurs understand movies or TV or anything. Yeah, she also mentions his human girlfriend, which <laughs> I don't she know. She did not watch that movie. Yeah, I don't remember how consensual that was, but I don't feel like it was super, like, her call to be grabbed uh, to be monkey grabbed, to be like monkey napped and taken to the top of a building. I did not ask for these monkey grabs. No, nobody does. <laughs> yeah, and then Sarah's like, oh, I'm beginning to think Demetra had a point. No shit, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of like bystanders that see them. Yeah. Yeah, but and, I think it's like uh, a publicity stunt, right? Right. They're like, they're like, oh, yeah. man, this is just some kind of cool thing that they're doing in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so a young boy, a young one boy, fucking dinosaur nerd kid. Yeah. He oh was led God. to think that a Patasaurus <laughs> is a rock group and that. Oh, that one. See, I was talking about the other one. Bronto must be or I think, yeah, Bronto must be a member of the famous rock band, a Patasaurus, <laughs> which it, I mean, it could make sense if a Patasaurus is like some Chuck E. Cheese rock fire explosion band kind of situation. <laughs> Uh, where they're like large animatronic creatures, but otherwise, I, I really don't see how uh, how that tracks. But you know, whatever. Well, I think I think Rory and I were laughing at the other kid whose dad was like, "Yep, that's nothing," and the kid's like, "No, that's an apatosaurus. <laughs> I know dinosaurs from all my my book. Get all the zoo books." God, the people in the show are so weird. <laughs> the human beings in this show. Oh boy! Yeah. I like their like you know New York commentary too. Like oh, I thought they weren't supposed to be nice. Yeah. No. Dig in New York. Yeah, it's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, loved having those. Well, everything like I I, I was I was really struck. There's there's so much happens in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like it there's the, really the, does. the I feel like the 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 storyboards for this one must be twice as long as any other episode. It's just way too many, way more things, like individual things, scenes, cuts, and stuff that that like I don't know. It feels like yeah. a lot of their budget went here. <laughs> it felt longer. It felt a lot longer than others. But um, yeah, we're just like New York paid to have an episode, like a tour guide, <laughs> like a tour guide episode. 
<laughs> visit New York. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, the whole NYU thing, like, I, I seriously believe that if you walked into NYU and was like, hey, about that new energy source, they would actually talk your ear off a little bit. Yeah. Like, they would make sure that you knew about all the new shit going well, on. Well, so it was on TV, <laughs> presumably seen by other people. Yeah. I mean, unless they feed it into the, no idea into the dome somehow. Yeah, they could have only screwed with Lava Dome's TVs. Yeah, I guess they sent them like a private commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. That's yeah, that's a weird that's a weird bit. And then Aloe, I think Aloe immediately connects a whole lot of dots. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, it must have been clearly must have been sent by, you know, Genghis Rex. And then, oh, where's Bronto? And then he. He's gone. Well, he clearly, yeah. oh, we've got to save Bronto. He calls home and, and Demetro super tattles on everybody. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little squealer. Yeah, I also <laughs> don't understand how they knew that Bronto Thunder was going to New York as well, which is also where Aloe was. And the whole point was to get him away from Aloe. They literally go to the same city. Yeah. I don't know. The, it's the, flawed, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I do, yeah, I here's do. something I want to bring up. Uh, yeah. so this is where we start dealing with the de-evolution ray and how they want to shoot Bronto with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I fail to see how it... Isn't that the same thing as the dinosaurs already have their evolution trick? They turn back into the other They can dinovolve at will. They can dinovolve at will, but they keep their intelligence. Yeah, I just think it's funny that there's... The two things do the same thing. Yeah, they basically do the same thing. They really didn't have like they couldn't kill anybody. Yeah. And so then they of could... there's, there's another crack at how stupid regular dinosaurs are, which is <laughs> <laughs> a really weird wrong going. That's a recurring theme. They constantly shit on regular dinosaurs. <laughs> but you know what's what's uh, not to be shat upon is fucking Sarah cranks on that power ring. Oh my and, god. Uh, she, oh, really, yeah. she really crushes it. Like Sarah's um, the a secret boss. scouts ring. Get the name right. Yeah. Thank you, David. Um, and she, she like jumps on a plane and like rips off the panel and like. Yeah, she bends metal with her bare hands. She, yeah, dude, she doesn't fuck around. She does not fuck around in this episode. So I kind of understand why they keep her around. Yeah, I but, guess. I mean, when you compare to David, who was also helpful, but he flies in on his stupid training wheels jetpack and and says, Woo, I haven't pulled this maneuver since last year's skateboard world championships yeah, God, or whatever. It's like real bad, real bad writing. Like, hey, remember David's cool too? You know what his you know what his uh his like flying thing reminds me of? It's like a what? coffin attached to a surfboard. <laughs> A coffin attached to a surfboard. It's like some like surfboarding Dracula. <laughs> and I would be actually all about that. <laughs> I'm ready for like surfs up hang 10 Dracula. <laughs> I want to know where that movie is. But is the world. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Sign us up. So I think at this point uh, it's time to talk about cave boys. <laughs> Oh, this was so good. Oh, my gosh. We, we joined the clan of the cave boys. Yeah, so let's set us up. <laughs> okay. So, so Genghis Rex has this evil de-evolution beam, and he's going to... The devolver. The devolver, and he's going to shoot our, uh, our our brave hero, Aloe. And 
with a simple dodge, he hits his own teammate trying to, oh yeah, trying to knock over the entire Statue of Liberty. Yeah, Brachio is uh, doing a good job of it too. doing a pretty good job at that. Yeah, it's they're, like they're, at a 30 degree angle before they if stop. Not them. more. Yeah, they're they're getting <laughs> it done. And then, uh, you know, uh, one of them gets zapped and becomes a, a real Brachiosaurus. And then uh, we, we, we actually get a, a real bit of a casualty here, a casualty of war, where David gets hit by the beam. Yeah, and I was then, wondering what he was going to turn into. I thought he was going to go full, like, old like school. Back to a frog. Yeah, or, or like, I I like, like hair, hair everywhere, you know, like whatever our common ancestor that looks like an ape is, you know? Yeah. I mean, for a moment, I actually, I think I felt something. I think I felt <laughs> some sort of emotion deep down in my heart. <laughs> five episodes of Dinosaucers. There was a little bit of stakes raising, I think. But that quickly uh, went away. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's David... The bouncing cave boy. Yep. Yeah, he... Like, the rest of the episode is about David the cave boy. Yep. Like, there's so much so much good shit in this scene. Yeah. Like, entirely about David. And so, David... He gets uh, a club off, somehow. Yeah, he yeah, has a club, club somehow. I don't know where it came from. It's just, like, genre-appropriate, so it appeared. Mm-hmm. The devolving uh, gun has more power than we think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah he grows a lot of hair. He loses a shirt. Yep. Yeah. And then... And uh, somebody says he's David's a cave boy. Yeah, it's Thera, I think. <laughs> Turned into a cave boy. Uh and and Rex, I needed to I can't I can't let this go by without mentioning it. I thought it was another yet another thing about this show. Rex Rex says, "Ah, oh, what fools these mammals be." And makes a Shakespeare reference, which is really <laughs> really weird for an alien dinosaur. Yeah, that is a bit who, weird who again has no idea about culture and thought the biggest diamond in the world was a baseball diamond. Um, I'm sorry, but reptilians still get Shakespeare. <laughs> They're not savages. It's part of the limited research he did before coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's from like, you know, Carl Sagan's like, you know, Voyager. <laughs> they, they get, they, they get all that. The stuff. text of Midsummer into the side of the. Yeah. The and like, I love Lucy and all the Scooby-Doo <laughs> sound effects. And then, <laughs> oh man well david escapes he, he escapes does. from everybody he gets into new york city and aloe is like where did he go and they see him like comically jumping onto a ferry and going blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it's at this point i just stopped taking notes <laughs> you know i i tried and i just could not i just it was i was enraptured by this but uh, while he was like, while he was running around, I thought it was a fun nod. I mean, I don't know if this was a regular thing in the rest of the show, no, as as a newcomer. But I feel like it was a fun nod to Flintstones. The fact that they had like the Hanna Barbera, like like beaten up music, yeah, going the, on there. I yeah, so they had started last episode. Is that is kind of doing some Hanna Barbera style? It was it was in the pilot. It was in the first episode. Oh, they also awkwardly put in the like wacky Scooby Doo pratfall music. Oh, okay. oh man! I the music. A, a little I was bit that because he was a caveman. They were trying to like make a nod to Flintstones <laughs> oh, there, but I, I guess I was I was getting well, too hopeful. Well, I don't know. I mean, the the so okay. So here's another another thing. So David David makes a lot of a lot of goofers in New York City with all these dudes. He causes a lot of a lot of goofies, and one Confirmed. of them is that he pisses off uh, five dogs being walked by a dog walker, mm-hmm. and then they all chase him around the block. 
And as the dogs run, it makes that Flintstones running noise. That <laughs> like yeah. stupid like running sound. So yeah, I mean like, I don't know. I don't know. They, yeah. <laughs> they never so throw it in consistently though. It never fits the tone of the show. I mean, they, they kind of add it when they think things need to be sillier, but it just, as far as the mm-hmm. show goes, like it's not Hong Kong fooey, you know, it's not like, no, uh, it would be better for it, but like, it's not the, you know, the style is more realistic. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to throw in, like to throw in this, this like wacky slapstick music, you know, they did here. We are. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't, we might not like this show so much. I, you know what? Shit, I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I can I can just summarize the rest of the plot really fast yeah, so that we can talk home, about Andy. things. So I'll take us home. Uh, long story short, they uh, Aloe and Sarah find David after he causes a bunch of a bunch of wacky shenanigans, and uh, they they fix him by reversing the polarity on Rex's devolver gun, <laughs> which is like the most low effort thing that you could possibly write. And mm-hmm. uh, then David's like, well, I don't remember anything. And then Aloe gets really mad at Bronto Thunder for uh, disobeying the rules. Oh, yeah. He's they, a stern dad. Yeah, he gets stern dad for a second. <laughs> and then uh, they make some joke about how it's a jungle out there. And then they all laugh as it fades to black. And that's the end mm-hmm. of the episode. And we're left there sitting in the darkness thinking about what's happened. You know what we've done? We all get to <laughs> But and I actually I wanna I wanna check on this, right? So like the moment so we think we know what the episode is about for the whole for the duration. It's like, oh, it's them and the Tyrannos are gonna show up and we're gonna have a fight. And the episode as a whole is about twenty and a half minutes long. But uh the damn it, the the last Seven or seven or eight minutes of a twenty-minute episode is full on just David the Cave Boy. Like they they end the main plot of the episode after thirteen minutes, and yeah. they move on to something totally different. And I actually kind of I respect that a little bit, you know. But it did make it feel like wait a minute, is this episode over? And I checked the timestamp. I was like, nope, not yeah, even no, a little bit. Got, yeah, we got a lot going down. Uh, I don't know. Any, any, any big thoughts about this one? How about you, David? You haven't watched any, any of these other episodes. So what's your general impression? Yeah, I was going to say like, well, I mean, I was kind of wondering like why New York, like is every episode just like them luring them to a different, you know, setting to have a new new fight? It hasn't been literally, but yeah, they make a big point about going to the Houston Astrodome. Yeah. (laughs) 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 They go to Dinosaur Valley at some point. They go to Hollywood. Is, yeah, they go to Hollywood. Yeah, no, you're not. You, you've you've tapped into it. You get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was sort of a vein they were trying to hit for for story potential. The globe trotting. You know, the mm. I mean, it's you know, it's a change of scene, but it also is their their repeated mind that they keep coming back to for. Yeah, for I wonder. I wonder if maybe it was kind of uh, like a play at you know how. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like just, just kind of basically cold calling, putting out a show that happens in New York, and then hoping somebody from New York watches it. And be like, hey, that's my city. I like this <laughs> show. I I know that block. I live on that block. I I, I don't know. I don't know. It. It's it's I, okay. So I liked. I really liked. There was one line that the the hot dog vendor had because he pisses off a hot dog vendor and eats all of his hot dogs. 
Um, <laughs> classic David. <laughs> the whole day's it. stock of hot dogs. Yeah, all that's left is hot dog powder. Just sitting there <laughs> on the bottom. That's so it. He, he, uh, he's like, they, they, at the end, they're like, oh, you must be filming a, a movie. Where can, I, where can I send the bill for all those hot dogs? And Bronto Thunder's like, uh, Reptilon. He says, that's in, <laughs> that's in Jersey, ain't it? Hey, Mark, what's the zip code? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Kyle, I, love that Kyle I would take it as a personal favor if you could get the clip of him going, hey, Mark, what's the zip code in this episode? <laughs> like, please. <laughs> uh, now, uh, where do I send a bill for all the hot dogs your cave boy activate? Send it to Reptilon. Reptilon. I got it. Hey, that's in Jersey, ain't it? Hey, hey, Mark. What's the zip code? It was beautiful. Uh, yeah. Also, the, the only other thing that I that I wanted to wanted to point out was that I I noticed specifically in this episode that Sarah never says the thing that you would naturally say Bronto Thunder like putting the emphasis on thunder. She always says Bronto Thunder. Uh, yeah. She's like, she's like come on Bronto Thunder. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to go along with Bronto Thunder. Like I, I don't know. Honestly, I think that voice actress is just. Real green, you know. I, I agree. This, this is probably her first gig. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna assume they went I mean, for young-sounding folks, and it sounds like it. She's just, she's not good at. Maybe she like quick divorce too, and like couldn't tell how everyone else was pronouncing it. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that's the that's a hazard with voice acting. Like, if you don't have somebody who cares, sort of sitting in the booth all the time, keeping things consistent, you just got some like guy smoking and like, yeah, it sounds just great. First take, up, best take. Yeah. but uh yeah i don't know it's entirely possible they'd also already animated it and they just needed her to sort of fill in the you know (laughs) to essentially fill in the match like Mm -hmm. that's possible too so you know i I mean to give her some credit you know she didn't have a great script to work with no no at no point does anyone have a great script to work with no uh so where do we where do we place this one? How do we feel about it? I, for I me, like it's right up there. Quite quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. I mean, anything anything where someone turns into a cave boy probably <laughs> probably wins me over. Yeah, that's an immediate vote. Yeah, this was a solid intro to dinosaurs for me. Good. Yeah, I mean, you might maybe you'd recommend this as as someone's uh, vector in. I don't think I would recommend this episode to somebody as their vector in. Um, I mean, I feel like in every episode they're gonna give me the whole like, you know, oh, mm-hmm. this is the it, like this is the lava dome and this is our secret scouts ring and we're from this planet kind of thing. They're gonna drop those those things they in every do, episode yeah. that reminds you of what you're watching. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Well, and the intro, the intro with the we were just four normal teenagers. Oh yeah, they didn't have the theme song in the uh, in in the link the I got. YouTube link, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that drops a lot of the world, <laughs> whatever you might call world building. The world building. <laughs> yeah they got it <laughs> well yeah. uh as we say around here that's dinosaurs is that working does that sure yeah let's do it <laughs> print it great what print you it all at once? no oh my god no <laughs> no <laughs> not ever. i don't think please no, i don't think god. anyone could handle it <laughs> no so guys <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got an audio. Cl- we've got an audio clip uh, that we've been asked to play. 
from a guy named John Blackslash, uh, who I guess is running for government. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, t- tell us about it. Or let's play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, okay, someone do someone do some uh, intro music for me. Government. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> uh Hey, hey, people! This is uh, this is John Black Slash. Um, they told me to make a video about this. Uh, I, uh, I'm I'm running I'm I'm running for government. I want you all to elect me to government. I I hear I hear good things about the things that I can do if I'm elected. Mostly from my nana, who is also running for government, and. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, my uh, my sound technician saw a funny thing on on Facebook. Um, you shouldn't vote for Nana. She's a she's a wicked witch, and she'll she'll screw you over at the the drop of a hat. <clears throat> don't don't vote for Nana for government. She'd be a terrible government. Vote me. Vote John John Blackslash Blackslash for government. Also, I'm selling my car. Uh, if anyone if anyone wants my car, uh, it'll really 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 help me out. You know, it's a uh, it's an old, old Trans Am I souped up once upon a time. I got got through some hard times and uh, t- took me took me some great places. And now I'm looking to sell it because I'm really broke. I don't have a lot of money. No one's no one's donating to my campaign. I'm running for government. <clears throat> uh, no one else in my family believes in me. Screw you, Nana. Uh, that car that car again is my is is John Black Slash's Trans Am. You can find it at uh, Nana's house, it's sitting out front. Boo, 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 government. The overview of Kabuterimon's Electro Shocker. Izzy makes an interesting discovery in a strange factory with no particular purpose, whilst the others are forced to run from an unstoppable Andromon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Sure unstoppable. Yeah. He's, he, it's true. Is that the, uh, so the name of his Marvel Comics line, the Unstoppable Andromon? The Unstoppable Andromon. I would read that. Me too. <laughs> yeah, Andromon, so like that's what it should be. <laughs> that's your name. That's me. I'm Andromon. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this was Digimon episode pretty, five. It starts off with uh, with some pretty good cool mom lines from Sora while Ty is banging on Izzy's computer. She's like, yeah. fuck it off, you fuck <laughs> <laughs> calls Ty out. Yeah. Again, being really rude, all Ty does is just hit other people's stuff. Yeah. He's a cut fucking gorilla. And, 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 like, <laughs> that was the worst. Problem? What's your problem? She's like, you're the problem, you dick. Well, especially because, like, you know, I, f- I feel like we've all been Izzy at one point in that scene. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, don't touch my fucking precision electronics and smack <laughs> it around, you you philistine (laughs) get the fuck out of here (laughs) yeah i also want to mention that before that point they had claimed that they thought they'd walked around the whole planet now was that like sarcastic or was that do you think i think i think it was sarcastic because they they recognized where they like they'd been accidentally walking in circles Uh, but i don't know maybe they really said that again it kind of depends on who says it because like Mm -hmm. that's true a couple of them are like hyper sarcastic (laughs) yeah um, yeah. But pretty quickly they wander to this 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 weird factory, as mentioned yeah. in the summary. They also said cool. they had no place to be. There was no hurry. 
Is that also <laughs> sarcastic? True. But they're they're well, running low on food. Yeah, it, it, it's true in the sense that they have no destination because they're lost at sea. Yeah, and there's no plot. Well, it's yeah. not like it's not like they all got to get back for for you know school or or anything. It was summer. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. They're stuck in a weird other world, so they're like, yeah. well, fuck it. I just um, all right. All right. Austin, this show is airtight. It is, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the problem is they're still in the middle of like the character building episodes. Oh my god, yeah, that is the problem. Yeah. That is absolutely the problem. Yeah, uh, they're deep in that. So they, yeah, they refuse they, to just go like, get moving on the plot. Yeah, they won't. Uh we get it, we do get another black gear this episode, sort of hinting mm-hmm. at a larger plot, but it's sort of like it, it has now become the thing of the every episode, so I'm immediately like less interested. Yeah, like, now uh, a gear another just kind of shows up somewhere. Oh, it's, they're going to keep showing. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get tons of gears. Yes. No. So <laughs> so they show up. I just have a small nitpick before okay. we get to uh, Andromon, uh when they, they discover Andromon, uh, they're So they're walking through this factory. It's full of like regular gears. Uh, they're not yep. really sure what it's doing. They're confused. And then there's a metal door that they open. And I just, I, maybe, I don't know if other people notice this, like my finely tuned ears. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It but... just, God, that sounded so bad. Just sound like such a jerk. But <laughs> I did notice this with my awesome ability to hear stuff. Uh, but the, the sound effect, this, please. yeah, the sound effect <laughs> they use when they open a metal door is definitely a jail cell door stock sound effect. Oh, okay. It has this sort of like Creek. series of bars. There's like a great sort of sound and it's just like a regular metal door. And, you know, I know there are like five metal door sound effects that everybody uses. And like once you hear them, you just hear them literally everywhere. Yeah. And like TV and movies. And, you know, there's just is a small handful of metal door sounds. And they, they use the jail cell one on this one. And it's just super out of place. <laughs> Well, noted, it's Austin. It's Thank lazy. You. It's a lazy sound effect. <laughs> okay. And I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so then they discover Andromon, who yeah. is terrifying. Robocop. He's the first. Mm-hmm. He's the first one that is like interesting and and, and nightmarish. Well, he's, he's just part, partly he... metal, partly real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a terrifying Robocop. It's it's yeah. also a total like reverse Terminator. Yeah. Because end of Terminator one. The Terminator is like stuck in the cogs of a machine. Like that's how he. Yeah, you're totally right. It is a Terminator thing. And they pull literally, literally like pull him out of that. Mm Mm-hmm. It has to be a Terminator reference. Also, he's got this like cap, this like metal cap on his head, like kind of like a skull, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like Cubone, honestly. (laughs) Like the Pokemon. Yeah, it is like a Cubone. Yeah. He's one of the Pokemon we keep talking about. The Pokemon that we talk about on this show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's also just like a person, though. He's yeah, like that's, that's, that's Rory injecting that character he talked about from the mm-hmm. beginning, so that it ensures that we don't. Same, I've been doing the character the whole time. It just it just makes it it, it, it ensures that we don't cut that bit when we edit, because <laughs> now it wouldn't make sense in context. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because Kyle often centers our Cubone references. <laughs> yeah, we do at least five an episode. So yeah. Kyle's if you've only heard one. You know who to blame. Yeah, I just uh, like Andromon is. No, I wanted to just say like before one, the uh, the interesting thing. I well, the part I little I liked was that we finally got a little characterization for Agumon. 
Yeah. Uh, how him and, him and Ty are kind of goofballs. Because mm-hmm. uh, they do take a while establishing the Digimon. Yeah. Uh, and and when he when he karate chops uh, uh, Andromon, I thought that was funny. I got a little chuckle out of it. I agree. I didn't expect it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and later, you know, they do that gag where where Ty is like, let's just fucking hit it like three times in the episode and then they do it at the end and when they do it at the end uh agumon fully joins in he's like yeah it's a great idea and they like try and hit things so you know i like it shows it shows that they're both stupid and we should both we should hate them both yeah no i i, yeah. I found agumon's agumon's a, he's a dinosaur who's like eight days old I should <laughs> that's true yeah i had a theory about that actually about about like you know part of their digital nature, they kind of like, you know, kind of recode themselves a little bit to suit their, their person. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I buy that. Yeah, I like, buy it too. Yeah, just like, I mean, I mean the, the fact that the whole world is kind of, I mean, I guess I'm a Digimon mm-hmm. enthusiast, so I don't know how much I should say. <laughs> a Digi-thusiast? A Digi-thusiast. <laughs> no, it's good to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had a theory that Izzy is a secret Targaryen. Um, oh, okay. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think the evidence is pretty uh, pretty clear. Well, speaking of Izzy and Izzy's backstory, oh man, it, it took oh, it yeah. took Tentamon a super <laughs> awkward. I can't even remember the specifics of it, but he like oh, I, I can forced out his backstory. Yeah, uh, he's mostly. talking to Tentamon, and, and Tentamon's like, "Why are you? Why are you so?" <laughs> Why do you like to be alone so much? Why are you spending you all your time, with, a little time, bit, with, time, with, time with puzzles rather than people? What's your deal? And he's <laughs> like, I, I just yeah, like yeah. solving puzzles. And he's like, a lazy line. He's like, I'm trying uh, to we, figure out like what's what your deal is. His home life is potentially a little, little not cool. Yeah. Well, didn't well, say something like something like you know? Oh, do you have some some like crazy uh if, crazy sad part of your backstory you need to tell us about? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was like a fourth wall breaking kind of dark secret. Yeah, it's your uh, turn. This is you get to have flashbacks. They have your parents. <laughs> yeah, so okay, I'm not I don't not asking for spoilers, but I mean uh-huh. it's pretty obvious Izzy's adopted. Uh because, you know, his real parents were Targaryens and uh-huh. uh and you know, these these normies found him and I I mean I don't know uh, maybe maybe I'm just kind of jaded, but like being adopted doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is to like a kid who doesn't, who's not sure. But like, you know, that's not like a dark secret in his backstory. It's just like, yeah, maybe I might be adopted. Well, I mean, it could be that he's from, a Digimon. From this flashback, the question isn't: Is he adopted? Does he know the secret? Because he could yeah, have child, he could have child leukemia. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. You're right. That's true. He he doesn't know what his parents were talking about. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There's the drama, but. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's pretty obvious to a to an adult viewer what the drama is. I mean, it's. I, I would say one thing though is that Izzy is somebody who likes to know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he like he he he's in control of knowledge. Like that's the thing he's in All control of, and having something that he doesn't know that he's sort of not in control of is one way that really you know that really gets his go to mind. That's a little yeah. Disney mind joke. Man. Uh, but I'm sure that really bugs him a lot. So I would I would say that sort of is a decent thing for his character, yeah, uh, to be struggling with. I I get you there. And while he's struggling, he accidentally sets Pentamon on fire. 
Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, that was yeah he hacks into his mainframe, or he yeah, uses yeah, he, the... He's trying to do some weird shit with the, the, the computer program that runs the factory, and he's like, oh, man, I'm tapping into some really big shit here. I'm about to find some details about the digital world, probably. And then Tentamon is like... It's, it was actually really hard to watch. Like, they, they, yeah. an, they animate him really in pain. Writhing, yeah, writhing yeah, in pain. <laughs> like, so, he, so he David, you know... Burnt. David, yeah. you know stuff about, like, computer programming, right? A little bit. A little bit? Like, do you know what he was doing? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean first he was trying to tap into the battery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, which, like, which, you know, was kind of weird because, like, I mean, if you know anything about battery science, you know that's some dangerous <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, like... I mean, who knows if it's the same fucking voltage that you need? Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's whatever voltage you tell it to be. It's digital battery. Voltage. You're like, okay, go. Yeah, yeah, he kind of stu- he kind of stumbles upon the secrets actually, because he kind of yeah. like looks at the code and kind of figures out that the different uh, um, yeah. the different letters all kind of do different shit. Mm-hmm. Did that code all check out? Can we confirm that was all like good, accurate code? Oh, that was totally just like Python. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, that works. So, also, while while we're asking David questions, yeah, uh, what do you know? Like, since you 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 know Digimon, like, what makes the digital world digital? Uh, no, we really don't know. I was going to say, do, I mean, do you want spoilers? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, that's the thing is like that's so right now we're kind of in the middle of this weird beginning where like they have to go through every individual character's like intro yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, and then like pretty much immediately, like as soon as like they actually have a semblance of a recurring villain, um, they start deep delving into like what's digital about this kind of place. Okay. Because, like, actually, Izzy's kind of instrumental to that, to that plot. Like, he's okay. kind of the center of all that knowledge gathering. You know what? I mean, like, he was, he was on the cusp. All right. For our viewers, I'm going to say we hold yeah. off on uh, on getting yeah. too deep in there. Because, you know, yeah, exactly. our viewers so want to know. I'm kind of worried about how much I say here because I I have seen this series more times than I care to admit. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you're I'm in sorry. the right place. <laughs> you're among friends. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, so the the party kind of splits into three for no apparent reason without talking about it. Uh, Izzy's on, alone with Tentamon, uh, Ty and Sora and uh, Joe are off uh, running for their lives from Andromon, and then uh, Matt and TK and Mimi are just sort of looking at the factory and like watching the thing put together yep. machines and then take them back apart and going. What the hell is this factory for? This makes no sense. Yep. Uh, but really, only one of them is is really uh, one of those groups is is doing anything because they're running for their lives. Uh, it's terrifying. He's awful. Uh, but I did I did want to point out every time Andromon uses his like signature move, the background of the shot goes away to this generic thing, and you can tell they reuse the same animation for like oh yeah the three like, or four the times blade, the like the electro blade yeah whatever the like hell that. it's called yeah. Lightning blade. Yeah, lightning blade. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna put that to memory. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know it's 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 so it's so very '90s kids show to see just the most blatant reusable animation, and they're not even trying to hide it. They're just like, no. yep, and here's a sequence that we like, and we're gonna use it because it saves us a few bucks. Like all the times, like the two times later in the episode where Gabumon and Agumon did evolve, it's like, yep, we're using the same ones. So we're gonna do mm-hmm. that until the end of fucking oh, yeah. time. Like, oh yeah, it's brutal. Uh, but yeah, they run. Eventually, they come back together, and they all realize that they can't beat uh, Andromon because he's super badass. 
Um, and not even with Digivolving can they do it. Garurumon and Greymon get uh, pretty handily rocked by Andromon. Yeah, so, so there's a moment there where uh, TK is yeah, totally in the path of danger. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, this is like the third time that TK's <laughs> shitty, useless Pokemon has done Adamon. nothing. His, yeah, that his, his Digimon has done nothing to save him. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're supposed to be when they're in danger, and they just kind of realize that, look, it's not your episode, TK. Nothing's going to happen here. <laughs> but I want to see, I want to see some effort. From Patamon, because he's a no. We, we get a glimmer of that character. episode uh, at the at very the end. end. He says, "Maybe you can help Patamon evolve." Uh, oh, yeah. As you find out, you're, so this is sort of the first time you we've been told that there might be something. There might be something wrong with Patamon. Oh. That's that's true. That's true. Oh, okay. Well, I, I kind of caught on to that a little bit because yeah. because yeah, at the end, at the end, uh, skipping ahead when they're leaving. Uh, he tries to get Izzy to use his computer to digivolve Patamon because that's how he end up he ends up digivolving uh, Tan- Tentamon. Right. Uh, at using his computer. Now, I have and- a question. Oh. Did you guys? I think from from just editing, is there a time? I think the first time he evolves, did they shorten Kabuterimon to Terimon? Did you hear that? I don't know. I didn't hear it. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah. To me now, I can't unhear it. That it's just Digimon named Terry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, uh, Andy, your dad's name is Terry. That's true. My dad's <laughs> yeah, name Andromon, is Terry. Andromon and, and Terry Mon. Uh huh. <laughs> Digimon and the family. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm this episode. The the dinosaurs is uh, is David's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, though yeah. I doubt anyone has a brother named Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could be <laughs> the family name. Could be um, my roommate Sonic. <laughs> Please I don't know, a little bit of uh, etymology here about Kabaterimon. Oh, okay. Um, it, um, so um, obviously, like he's he's like modeled after a rhinoceros beetle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is uh, which apparently the Japanese word for rhinoceros beetle is a uh, kabutomushi. Oh, like the yeah. um, so, so, Kabut- so Kabuterimon. Yeah, um, so, so apparently Kabuto translates to helmet in Japanese, which mm. makes sense for the Pokemon, but I don't know how Rhinoceros Beetle got that. But, you know. Yeah. I was, I was, kind, of, I was kind of looking into the, the, the Japanese sector of this. Maybe because it kind of looks like a samurai helmet? I guess so. I mean, it kind of does. Maybe. Yeah. So know. we, we kind of we skipped that middle part. So uh, Izzy Izzy's able to digivolve his Pokemon sort of manually by like hacking into the source code. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But yeah. he uses this computer to digivolve uh, uh, Tentamon into Kabuterimon, uh, whose voice sounds really bored. It's like, it's like Tentamon, <laughs> digivolve to Kabuterimon. Because so, I think it's the same voice actor and he just had to do make a different choice. <laughs> and he just chose poorly. He couldn't do the deep growl anymore because he already used that one. Like he yeah, had to right. do a slightly less growly voice, but it made him sound more bored. <laughs> yeah. They have a they have a battle royale. Uh a bunch of big freaking Digimon versus Robocop. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool for a minute. It works out. It literally uh, is the only a minute. Like it's Kabuterimon <laughs> shows up and then it's like, hey, attack the the weak point and then he's just done like that's yeah that's it it's wrapped up real quick i mean it kind of makes sense though because i mean he had type advantage right 
Mm-hmm. Like he's, I mean, he's attacking like a robot with electricity. Just yeah. like fire upon the wires and you win. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, the I think that uh I don't know. It, it already seems like the main characters are kind of unimpressed by the black gears. Like it comes out and they're like, "Oh, all right." Well, I think it's <laughs> a little fair. They, they are they're not shown the gravity of these things. We don't know actually. We just seen them churn guys rude and then you find them and then stop. <laughs> the thing is it's not actually about the gears. <laughs> it turns them into rude boys. Well, the thing is I mean last episode it would it would make sense for them to to, to be more scared of it because it was like in, in like a random happy place. Like this, yeah. it was like a random evil gear in a big old factory. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looked, looked more dude, in place. scary too. Like you should have known that dude was spooky. <laughs> I mean, his a flaming a, inferno his, man. His, his hat is a skull. Mm-hmm. His hat is a skull and shark missiles fly out of his nipples. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that happened too. <laughs> like for real though. They're weird, and they're not even missiles. Like, like they're flying after you, and you're like, "Oh man, I don't want them to hit me and explode." But instead, they just open their mouth and shoot guns out of their mouth. Like the missile is just is is a gun. It's very. I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty powerful. I, I get so, why they're scared of Andromon. I've got. I feel like you know we're pretty much wrapping up here with the episode. I've got a question for David though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So up to this point, uh, in in this in the series. Uh, what were you kind of thinking and feeling like what like what characters were you really digging like what what were your your sort of general thoughts of the show up to this point like when i first kind of watched the show yeah man as a kid oh man so like as so as a kid like i i watched this show pretty young so like uh, um izzy and tk were like kind of my spirit animals at the time oh okay kind of which is kind of which is kind of weird the um, younger just, ones you're supposed to think that, like, you know, like Matt's super cool and all that. That is well, super cool. <laughs> we really do think that. Y- yeah. You're, n- you got it. You've yeah, read the so room. I, I remember, like, I always kind of, I always kind of thought Ty was kind of a bully, like, yeah. and he is, but Ty like, sucks. I mean, yeah, he sucks a lot. And I, and I thought, like, and Agumon was just like so annoying that I kind of tuned him out. Um, mm-hmm. But like at at this point in the show, like, if um, I don't know, like if um. I felt like I I kind of like, you know, skimmed past a couple episodes because I didn't care about the characters. Sure, and you don't have <laughs> so you have TV guide or you just kind of like yeah. yeah. So I actually don't remember like a lot of these episodes. Like I yeah, kind of like surprised. what I remember um your, is about your brain you know, kicked in when the story did. Yeah, three or four episodes from now. Yeah. Okay. Kind of thing. So I tuned into the characters that I cared about. I don't even know what like Joe's episode is like, for example. Oh, um, oh God, I forgot about Joe. We got to have a whole episode about Joe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Joe, really? Joe and, his, and his and his famously bad knees. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> Mom doesn't like, like, I mean, I, got bad I, don't, knees. I don't hate Mimi, but she and I have nothing in common. Right. Sure. Sure. I think they took a really long time finding Mimi as a character. They did. I mean, it didn't help that they the English dub, I guess, was kind of kneecapping her yeah yeah apparently that the subtitles she's a little has a little bit more interest right off the bat yeah and they don't they don't like harp on her for being materialistic or dumb they just they they do it less in the original yeah i guess they, i guess they thought that was funny in the now, now the, also, I the the this one i did like where she took forever to jump into the sewers and matt's like oh gee i'm glad it only took four minutes uh <laughs> 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 again yeah 
I liked it a little. I liked it. And, I, and um, you know, she's got an interesting friendship with a little cactus girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see her episode. I want to see more. more oh, it's actually next. Yeah, it is oh, next. Okay. The next episode is Togemon in Toy Town. Huh. Okay. So oh, I do remember this one. That's the next episode that we're going to watch of this. And I think, I guess it is Mimi's episode. So, um, I will be yeah, happily the, tuning in to see what you guys have to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. One week from today. Uh, well, I mean, so, you're releasing it like hella. But, you shut, know. shut the hell up. Today <laughs> is the Tuesday we're releasing it. Oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> we were, I'm sorry. Came out. Don't worry, podcast listeners. This is live. He's we're talking to you live. And a sower of Discord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did want to point out one thing that I thought was funny. When yeah, they shoot. left, when they're leaving the factory and Andromon is like, great, the best way to leave, you know, because he's nice now. He's like, I'm not usually that mean. And we're like, yeah, I know. Uh, everybody says that. Everybody says that. <laughs> Uh, but he tells them the best way to leave is through the labyrinth. And they're like, oh, great. And like, what? <laughs> that's that's like, awful advice. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, that's probably the way you came in or like, it's easier to just go through the labyrinth. Um, <laughs> but he says as they're leaving, he's, he, it's that classic like speed racer style anime delivery where like they're trying to fit the line in, but they don't have that much mouth movement to use. And so he says, I hope you find your way home, and no matter what, try to remember the big guy that turned out to be not so bad. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that's that's a, one of the most amazing lines. Ah, I loved it. I color-coded it in my notes. It's purple so that I remembered. I, I liked it as well. <laughs> uh, I hope we see Andromon again. But I, I, I honestly, I wonder how many of these weird little one-offs we're ever going to see again. I don't know if they're ever important. Yeah. They don't have to them all. what the factory's for. Yeah. I, why it's uh, there. It's a perpetual yeah. motion factory. And they also <laughs> mentioned that data is alive. Yeah. So it's it's like a, a living factory. Because it's like digital. Itself because it's digital. I don't know. It's digital. The world is digital, so data's alive. <laughs> We're all data, and this gets really heady. And, and the, the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, let's let's do a scene and get a that's a who's line reference. Oh, 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 I I see. I see what you're doing. Uh, It wasn't executed very well. Uh, I give it a two star out of five in terms of podcast delivery. It was really okay. uh, You got you got a long way to go. Yeah, it'd be great if the points mattered. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you saved it. It's a three out of five. That's all right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Digimon, everybody. Hey, so I guess in fairness. We should also play a word from Nana Black's lab. Government. And then it's Nana. I'm Nana. Nana, Nana Black Slash here, looking to defeat my snake of a son. Uh, who's running? He's my grandson. And he's running for government, and I'm running too. And I don't want him to win, because he's a snake. He He's a bad... I, is this anything? <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this bit working? <laughs> Just keep going, honey. It's a great, it's a great ad. <laughs> is this a good bit? Just keep <laughs> going. <laughs> Did, don't buy that car. 
He's the man car. <laughs> I'm going to be the best government. It's an eyesore. It sits on our damn lawn all day. Don't interrupt me, Cletus. <laughs> that's that's her that's her husband Cletus. Cletus. Wow, I really don't know who to vote for. Dude, that's a, that's gonna be a close race. Oh my god, I have a lot of tears coming out of my face. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know government was up for election right now. Neither did I. Well, uh, uh, Sonic episode five. Sonic and the Secret Scrolls, which written by Janice Diamond. Janice Diamond. I I noticed that and I immediately had to write it down. Nice. Uh, yeah. Did I you loved, look her up and like what her other work is? I didn't. I just assumed it was like all my favorite singers from the seventies. <laughs> Janice Diamond, man. Well, yeah. I hope I uh, hope her career took off after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she made this a real episode, weird one. Uh, the Freedom Fighters embark on an outlandish mission: colon to find magical scrolls which may hold the key to unlimited power. Y- yeah, that's yeah. that's what happens. That's what happens this episode. There's it it. it I don't know. We're, we're basically just fed a plot at the beginning and we're mm-hmm. given like, here's what's going on. This is what's happening this episode. So, so it's funny. <laughs> Dude, I had to look her up, by the way. She wrote Law and Order for a while. Oh, OK. Uh, not, not even joking. Janice, way to that go. Makes sense. Um, so right off the bat, when this episode was starting, I just had the thought and I don't know if it's because the title sound like it was going to be a departure, but I was immediately feeling like, man, I could really use a palette swap for this show like i could yep. really use like a, a a change of you know a change of scene because pretty much up to this point we've been seeing woods and robotown yeah and a lot of factories and metal stuff and just kind of not a lot of variety a lot of like kidnappings and you know pretty general plot lines and i was like you know i'm ready for something to shake it up but literally this the abruptness of this like new plot <laughs> and genre shift Felt like it was literally like a immediate reaction to a studio note. <laughs> it was just like, quick, you know, we throw an adventure. We got to do it. We don't have a lot of time. We got to fit in all this stuff. We got to pretend like people give a shit about some secret scrolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we actually, we actually, correct me if I'm wrong. We never really get an answer about the scrolls. No, no. So no, do you want to set us up like what Sally actually says? Yeah. Um, okay, so the the beginning of this episode, uh, Tails and Bunny blindfold Sonic and are going to take him to a, a secret, and he's a, a real treat, a treat for a good boy. A treat for a good boy, and he's a real fucking bitch about it. He's so he's grumpy sad. this episode. Honestly, <laughs> like, am I okay? So am I supposed to hate Sonic more than Ty? Yeah. Uh, well, I think you're supposed to like him in the, set, in the show. I just uh, uh, he's the worst though, isn't he? Isn't he just a complete monster? He's, he's <laughs> if this he's was like uncharacteristically grumpy. bad for him, then I, I understand. But no, like, I yeah, really didn't like him. Uh, in this one. Know, it's exactly on par. Beginning, like he was super yeah. grumpy about getting an airplane. He was super grumpy about the whole thing. He had a, a, a real, real attitude, more than normal, and it was never really uh, like clarified. Like it was never like something else he revealed was going on. It was like, I think it was just a plot reason to have, yeah. have him not fly in the airplane yeah so david did you watch any of this when you were a kid 
I uh, so I did um, watch a couple that, that I recall when okay. uh, we talked about it earlier. All right. Not like yeah. continually. Mm hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, just me then. Just me. OK, great. Yeah. Uh, just, just you. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember this episode. I'm going to tell you that right now. I watched this episode and I had a complete blank spot here, uh, hmm. probably for a good reason. Um, they've and, and, built you know, a plan. I want to say too. Granted, we we did shit on Sonic for being a real grump turd, but and that's true. He was, he was. But I thought that his hesitation about getting in the airplane were quite justified. Oh, valid. Totally valid. <laughs> they built yeah. this. They built an airplane out of junk and haven't flown it yet. Yeah, they <laughs> didn't like test fly this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, robotics going to find you. He's got radar and shit. And they're like, yeah. we'll fly low. And he's like, this is a terrible idea. Yeah, all, of, all of his <laughs> points are really strong. <laughs> so I have a thing to say about the airplane. The Freedom uh, Stormer? Yeah. So there was that moment. There's in the span of about 20 seconds, maybe 10 seconds, where they say, one, the Freedom Stormer, which I know the... I think the Daily Stormer is the name of the the neo Nazis website. Um, that's their maybe like, now. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying they like had foresight, but they they literally talking about the Freedom Stormer, which sounds like a weird, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, neo Nazi thing. And then they're going to the land of MAGA or MAGA. Which, oh, of yeah. course, is Make America Great Again. <laughs> oh, jeez. So what you're saying is is this is time-traveling Trump? I'm saying stuff? this didn't age super well in 2017. <laughs> and I was having a real hard time with them flying the Freedom Stormer to MAGA. <laughs> it was like it was like a weird propaganda video for kids, like a cartoon version of like, wow, golly gee, Donald sure is a great guy. Like, <laughs> let's go to the wonderful land of MAGA. Where everything is great. <laughs> None of the scary people we don't like are there. Well, okay. So I had a, yeah. So I had a, a bit of a hard time. To clarify the reference that they probably were making, I'm guessing, with the name of their plane, they're probably referencing barnstorming, which is an old like stunt flying thing. Mm -hmm. Like sure. being a barnstormer, like back in the 20s or something. You know, it was like biplanes and stuff, and you were you were a cool dude. You were a barnstormer, and it was awesome. But like. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. The Daily Stormer. Otherwise, all you hear are dog whistles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so Sonic doesn't want to fly in the plane, and so he says, nope, I'm going to run. And they're like, well, that's fucking on brand. Um, <laughs> he, he also gets in a dig at, at uh, oh, no, after the, after the plane, he gets in a dig at, at uh, the French guy. Oh, Antoine? At Antoine, who is looking green, and then he's like, he doesn't does he normally look green or something, which I think is is that like a frog, like a French? I don't uh, know. I think it was just a, I think it was just code for him being kind of a kind of a scaredy cap. But yeah, I think you could read it that way too. Because if I if it's like a racist as, French thing, like oh, he normally looks like a frog. Thing. But I don't know. What did you say, David? Oh, it's, it's just kind of him being sick. I thought I didn't really get a yeah. get get a racist vibe from it. Yeah, I don't know. That's so. Weird. Okay. There so, was a fun little line though when uh, uh, he catches the airplane when it's landing. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's right. It's off the rails. They can't stop, and uh, he manages to stop the plane before uh, it takes before it uh, falls off the edge. And he's like, "Aren't you gonna say thank you?" And so I was like, "For what?" And he's like, "Saving you." And she's like, "It's an airplane. We can't fall off the edge. We can just 
He's flying. <laughs> Which kind of brings me to like how I kind of watched the episode. I really, really wanted Sonic to just like be useless throughout the entire episode. Yeah. But like it didn't really pan out that way. No, they gotta they gotta keep him useful for the for the for the kids, them 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 kids that they're trying to, to get yeah. to watch, you know. Sonic's Up to the that thing. Point, though, he's he was the just deal. like a huge sourpuss and just like yeah. Mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, he's unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, Andy, yeah, what were you gonna say, Andy? Oh, I was just gonna say first off, just to be really clear about what's happening in this episode, there's secret scrolls, they're at this like sort of Machu Picchu style ancient ruin called Maga. Uh-huh. And Sally's like, yep, my dad, King Acorn, told me about these. And apparently no one in the history of ever has been able to find these secret scrolls. But, you yeah, know, nobody. I think I can. You right. know, I think we got this. And I know that we've got more pressing concerns back at home, but I've derailed everything to build a plane to fly to Maga so that we can go on this adventure. And they uh, have some sort of weird indeterminate power. Yeah, we don't ability. know what the scrolls do. But she also knows, like, literally everything about how to get to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got all these, like, she, she says, I really researched this. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, good. As opposed to all those other treasure hunters who only kind of researched it. You really yeah. did. And so you got the edge. Ugh. But I mean, uh, really, the only solid lead she had was the arrow stone. Yeah. Which is, like, an arrow. Like, yeah. good, good, good lead. Uh, yeah. uh, an arrow <laughs> and a stone. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's both. <laughs> this uh, is called I, the go that way stone. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has been able to decode it. Um, I thought I thought Rob Paulson had uh, had my favorite line delivery of the episode while they were in the plane because uh, Antoine's getting super scared and Bunny's like, I don't know, Bunny's saying something like, oh, I hope we don't die. Or so she says some ridiculous thing, and he says, Bunny, will you please to be shutting up your own face? <laughs> and I really, I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's cute for me because Bunny and Antoine get married in the comics, and, you know, I ship it. Wow. Uh, uh, All right. That's you know, cute. It is cute. I think it's cute. Austin wants to shit on me for it, but I think no, it's cute. No, I, no, I'm just... No, I heard open it. for for scorn. <laughs> the points don't matter. Um, I'm saying if one of us dislikes it, then we kind of run the gamut. Uh, all right, that's my character. <laughs> Your character is the one who dislikes things because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like Sonic. Uh, it's, easy, it's easier to show your hate than, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. than genuine affection. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they they end up on a, a series of like trials slash clues or whatever trying to find these uh these scrolls um it's all sort of half-assed yeah right? like there's a there's one where it's like we have to find the chair and sonic looks around and then like, <laughs> like the sunlight falls on this big fucking chair and he's like nice a chair and then they all sit on the chair <laughs> we used our <laughs> brains to figure this one out <laughs> it's like the clue said chair and they found a chair who were these other hunters looking for this, these fucking scrolls? Pretty sure they didn't try very hard. No. Um, and then there's like this wind and sound that happens every, uh, Sally says 2.1 minutes because she's way too cool to say two minutes, six seconds. Yeah. Or just two minutes and not be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I know. Um, 
God, I don't know. But it's like this whole like half-assed Indiana Jones thing that they're trying to tap into. Yeah, yeah like, with they have not. like a Jesus cup challenge with the scroll. They finally get to the scrolls. And it's like, oh, what, which one is simpler? Sorry, it sounds like the holy, is the holy grail the Jesus cup? <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote down was Jesus cup challenge. It's like the which I guess is challenge. the new YouTube. The new yeah. YouTube ad is doing the Jesus cup challenge. Oh, hope you don't fail. Right. Hope you don't choose poorly. Yeah. It escalates real fast too. Like the temple will explode. Yeah. yeah. And she knew that from just, I guess, research. Uh, but nobody whatever. i mean if nobody's ever done it before yeah i know that's I the know. that's the stupid part where does she i don't know yeah it's all dumb it's all dumb we don't like it and they but, pick up the scroll yeah there's a, a landmark moment for this show actually and robotnik shows up in person yeah off his <laughs> through, fucking like, the back ass. door through the back yeah. door he's not in his Out chair where i guess they kind of just flew over and knew yeah. where to go I don't found, know. Yeah, they found the other way, I guess. They decided to leave Robotown and just go like on a whim or do we I missed or, the thing about radar, so I was kind of confused as to how he had any way of knowing where they would be. I mean, it didn't they didn't follow up on it, so we're just sort of left to assume that maybe they did get caught on the radar flying there, who knows. See, I thought for most of it until it ended without an explanation that uh, I thought that there was like the last challenge is courage. And so I thought it was like visions of the temple kind of thing. Like in, uh, like in return of the Jedi or no empire strikes back where Vader shows up and Dagobah and it's oh. like a vision and you've got to yeah. like face the, your, your okay. greatest fears. And so I so thought, thought robotic robotic was a vision was a vision. I thought it was the final trial of the oh. scrolls and then they'd sort of like figure something out. Wouldn't that have been a better episode? It would have been yeah. a better episode. That would have been so cool. But then he's just there and he's just literally there. And so it ended and I was like, oh, all right. I, all right. It's not a challenge. He's just there. And uh, that's and then it's over. And then we don't even get any real like resolution from having the scrolls. No, no, that's what's that's what's so frustrating. This whole stupid MacGuffin and they never even lose it. There, it there's no moment where they're like, oh, no, we lost all the scrolls. It's just like. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we got him, and maybe we have ultimate power now, but it doesn't fucking matter because the episode's over and we're flying home. And we Wait, think there's we've... no continuity after this. No, they never. Say they don't like if like they have the scrolls now. They have like <sighs> okay, so I don't know. I don't remember. It's possible that there's continuity. I'm not an encyclopedia, but I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it happening. Obviously, they weren't like a big part of their plan to defeat Robotnik. Well, I mean, according to Sonic, they, they they defeated Robotnik. He's gone. Oh yeah, they thought he was dead. Yeah, they, yeah, he just falls down and like, oh he's, guys, it's over. We beat dead. the villain. We're done. Yeah, just our job is over. Wow. Fly yeah. off into the sunset. This is almost like the pilot for a different show. Yeah. It's like a backdoor yeah. pilot for a third Sonic show. That's like Sonic and the Great Adventures of the Temples. Okay. You know, working title. But so I, I found I found on the Sonic Wiki, I found the article for the Secret Scrolls. Oh, good. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but it says, you know, within the scrolls are information on the seven wonders of Mobius, which are powerful natural wonders, but and dangerous if misused. Planet, right? Yeah, Mobius, Mobius is, the is the planet that planet? they're on. And okay. then the Freedom Fighters managed to escape with the Secret Scrolls. So they have them, but there's no other information. And then the sidebar says statistics and overview. Users, not. Not whole freedom fighters. Purpose: acquiring power. Description: a pair of scrolls. 
<laughs> wow. Thanks, Wiki. <laughs> Some 13-year-old filled this detail in. I just, yeah, that's that's all we get. That's all we know. So, that's it. Yeah. That's so and, weird. And they think that they, they think they kill Robotnik because they use the, the, the breath of Mobius on him and he like flies off a cliff along with all of his swap bots and Snibbly. Yeah, Which, man. by the way, apparently the breath of Mobius was one of the secrets in the secret scrolls. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, ooh, such, such power. There's this one place that blows air at like 175 miles an hour. I have but you to guys guess, didn't even know he'd be there. I So I have <laughs> to guess that they were leaving this open as a way to come back later to, okay, Maybe. well, next time, if we do more adventure episodes, we're going to go to each one of the different places of power. Sure. Like, you know. Yeah, and then they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly... Uh, they they did this a few times throughout the show. They introduced like some ancient thing of power, and then they use it one time, and then like they forget about it entirely. They do that yeah. like two or three times. So, yeah. uh, I wanted to point out we got a couple a couple extra bits of Sonic slang this time. Uh, he said oh, he said uh, spin to win, uh, and he also said, "Man, that wind is a major blower." The wind is yeah. a major blower. He's not wrong. <laughs> uh, he's, oh, he's such a goblin. We hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I remember when you guys were first talking about this and you guys mentioned way past cool and they were still trying to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they try the whole time. Yeah. They're, they're past All it. Of it. They're way past it. <laughs> uh, is it. Is it in this episode that maybe maybe it's in another one that i'm remembering that antoine says half past cool he says it in this one okay he yeah. says half past cool in this one <laughs> it cracks me up yeah i think it's a quarter till <laughs> oh god well yeah, any any other episode, big, big thoughts on this episode super weird I, my biggest thought is that i'm kind of done watching sonic <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a yeah, uh, yeah, should we all? Should, you guys think it was a banger or a stinker? This one's a stinker. I was a real stinker. I had my hopes up for, you know, a, a nice breath of fresh air from all of the like robo darkness, mm-hmm. but it it wound up yeah, it wound up being like, again, the pilot for a completely different show, which they've done yeah. just so many times now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just. You know, it wasn't it wasn't this show. It was a different show. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they were able to blend it more with this show and find a way to naturally get an adventure in that ties in a little more with the rest of the show, then like that's one thing. But yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, this was a different show. Yeah, I don't know. Total total tourist first timer thoughts, David. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, I didn't like this one at all. <laughs> I just it's it's tough for me to like to like to jump into this one because like first of all I didn't like the main character at all. It's different with Digimon where like you know like you have an ensemble cast. Like the the only the person I liked in this episode was like you know the lady who was leading the pack and even she oh, yeah, was just always great. Kind of, yeah, she, she's great, but she was mostly just like a sign reader, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fun fact that I didn't necessarily mention in any other episode, but I, uh, I want to, is that, uh, Sally's voice actress also, she does a lot of like random things, including, uh, Helga's mom on Hey Arnold. 
Really? She's, she's Miriam Pataki. So uh, I, I like she she ends up being a mom a lot. And that's the yeah. that's the like I, I found that interesting because that's the the part that she plays in this show. She's everyone's mom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, one thing I noticed about this episode, the only way they could really like obviously the temple is like a confined space, right? So the yeah. only way they could have Sonic even use his powers was like outrunning the wind and, and going through <laughs> was, bushes. Yeah. Like through bushes. And also just like when he was like, like being blown out by the breath of, but by the breath of Maga and he just like ran against the wind through the air. Yeah. Like back into the hole. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> which sense. I actually, which I actually kind of like in the sense that a uh, complaint I've raised before is that Sonic speed is used very superficially in the show to just kind of be a visual gag. Right. And, Never actually as a as a resolution to a to a plot that is time sensitive, or uh, in this case, running against the wind, like something that that makes extraordinary speed interesting. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's fair. So in the context, we're glad it's finally useful. Yeah. Way to yeah. go! Uh, on its really own, quick, really quick it's though. Terrible. I heard. Uh, I know, David. You mentioned the breath of maga i mean it's the breath of mobius but it oh, means mobius, like yeah. the breath of maga being like sad sad figures figures sad oh, the breath of maga sad. Oh, lying, yeah sorry i forgot it's, it's all about mobius yeah. yeah which again they don't really clarify that mobius is the planet i guess you're they hope you remember that but Eh. That I didn't know. Okay, I don't remember yeah. hearing it. I think we've yeah, been told I that. Yeah, I had to look it up. I, I don't. I don't. Up. I don't know that we've been told that yet. I think this might be the first time they've ever mentioned it. Because I was like, "Who's Mobius? Gotcha. Is that like a, a famous person? Is uh-huh. that like a a god or a?" Yeah, I thought no. he was a god. I thought Mobius was actually like a deity reference of this temple. Nah, man. Oh, yeah. Mobius is the planet they're on. Fair enough. Well, and that that's pretty emblematic of of how we feel about Sonic the Hedgehog. I think that's a really great segue into uh moving on to our outro very exciting today yeah yeah so we've been discussing how how we want to cycle shows in and out uh you know and not just watch these first three shows we picked forever uh, and we've yeah. sort of landed on uh, every five episodes. We're going to sort of evaluate what's what's working, what's not. Uh, generally, try to force at least one show out. Yeah, onto the chopping mm-hmm. block. Some, yeah, to make room for something new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it seems pretty unanimous. We all feel that Sonic is uh, not something we want to watch five more episodes of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, which so, you know, it hurts me in, a little. In the sense that this is a Saturday morning block. Yeah, it's only fair that the terminology we use is to cancel a show. To cancel it, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words come down. Network isn't interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Pull the rest of the episodes. Put them straight to DVD, VHS. <laughs> We're done. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Sonic. But in light of that. Uh, I do. I do have to. I do have to do a, a little new segment, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do a big thing about it. But yeah. sort of a postmortem. Is it just where we listen to you cry? It- <laughs> <laughs> I also want to know this. This was worse than dinosaurs. No, yeah. Digimon. 
I think it's not worse than Dinosaurs. I'm just I saying think it's we not we, bad enough. I yeah. think Dinosaurs is a yeah. special kind of bad. Yeah, it's true. This is which this makes is a, it good in a way. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to I wanted to highlight some of the things that you guys are going to miss out on because you didn't keep sticking with this show forever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no. So so here's some things. I'm just gonna rattle yeah. off some stuff tell me if you want more spoilers info, but I'm if gonna, you guys spoilers. want to watch the rest of them spoiler alert you guys are never going to meet dulcie the dragon or lupe and her wolf pack you Is guys play a wolf you you bet she's a an awesome wolf uh you guys aren't going to see what happens when they get uncle chuck permanently on their side as a robot spy Ooh. Uh, you're not going to find out that robotnik's real name is julian kintobor what? <laughs> Kintamore being Robotnik spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna find out that, that King Acorn is voiced by Tim Curry, Whoa. or or that the uh, or what the Void is and the evil sorcerer who created it, Ixis Nagus. Because yeah, magic and sorcery is a thing. Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna find out that uh, Uncle Chuck himself invented the roboticizer, but it was supposed to be medical equipment. Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna see the dinosaurs crossover episode where Tails makes friends Hold with a baby me. dinosaur. Hold on. <laughs> what? Hold on. Not a, not a real one, but it feels so much like it in retrospect. <laughs> it's like that dinosaur valley episode. They just find a place where there's dinosaurs, and they're like, "Holy Wait, shit!" Do they do they go back in time? <laughs> no, there's just dinosaurs living somewhere, and they and they make friends with them. Okay. Uh, there's an episode where Sonic sneaks into a robot nightclub in Robotropolis, and he's dressed as a robot and holding a guitar, and he like musically upstages a big <laughs> robot whose head is two saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I kind of want to see that episode. Yeah, maybe that can find its way to being watched. <laughs> there's an episode where Antoine's almost boiled into a stew. Uh, <laughs> there's one where... Uh, where Snively has Antoine captured and he's torturing him into spilling all of Nothole's secrets by improperly making crepe Suzette in front of him. <laughs> and then when that doesn't work, he starts making escargot and then uses margarine instead of butter. <laughs> and Antoine just fucking screams and is like, I'll tell you everything. Uh, so it actually works too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one and way to get around torture. And then finally, you guys are going to miss at the very finale... Uh, you're gonna miss the full-on Sally Sonic mouth kiss. Oh wow! Full-on. They go in for the mouth kiss, and it's, it's in the finale too, huh? It's unambiguously mouth kissing. So that's my do little they, postmortem. Do they kill Robotnik? Does no. Does uh, Julian I mean, die? So okay, so Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Jules? Yes, Julian. Uh, no, Dr. so Julian. They, I think it's left ambiguous. I think they they sort of were going to set it up for Snively and Exus Nagus to be the main villains of season three. Uh, and maybe Robotnik shows up like way late season three again. And they're like, oh, shit, he's not dead. Did he um, get like blasted off or something yeah. like Team mm-hmm. Rocket? 100 percent. OK. Uh, and there's an ep- there's also I didn't mention it, but there's an episode where they go back in time, which oh, is they actually do go favorite. back in time. So there's a yeah, there's a there's a two parter where they use these like time stones that like fucking I don't know why they have. But they use these time stones and go back in time, and uh, we get to see Robotnik take over Mobotropolis, which is actually kind of cool. It's like the one really big high point of the series for me. Uh, uh, but yeah, so, you know, fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to miss that amazing Crip Suzette episode. 
but no, it's totally, it's totally okay. We, uh, we all agree. This is the one that needs to go. Um, yeah. And, uh, we've made a decision on what's replacing it. We're, we're, we're going to start on our next episode, episode, uh, six, the first episode. Uh, anyone want to give a little, little drum roll and tell us what it is? Yeah. You know, in this one, uh, it's about, uh, it's about fighting evil, uh, or making, wait, making love by, <laughs> making, by moonlight making love by moonlight is no, that what it is we're watching fighting fighting, fighting love by daylight she's the one they call sailor moon yeah that's what we're doing baby she's never gonna run from real fight <laughs> no she's not she's not we're gonna watch sailor moon it's all on hulu yeah. we're gonna watch the dub it's gonna be the awesome original 90s not crystal yes which i have crystal. seen i have seen some of crystal but uh, we are going to not a contest, going. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> the points don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> don't Look, care. I'm sorry, I haven't read Dune. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> seen every episode of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, God. So okay. So yeah, I feel I feel pretty excited about it. I'm really excited to start a new show. Mm-hmm. Uh, start some Sailor Moon action. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. I'm super stoked. Get some get some life zhuzhed back into into the hole that's left by Sonic. I mean Sonic was yep, creating his own hole. Yeah. So yeah. David, thank you for being I, here. Thanks for having me. Have you have you enjoyed your time here on Saturday morning Tuesdays? I have. You know I was uh, I was already a fan, so this was a <laughs> huge, honor, huge honor for me. <laughs> yeah. Have we have we have we gotten you back into watching terrible TV? Well, I mean, I already kind of did, but you made me more enthusiastic about it and, okay. and make me realize that I'm not alone in the world. Yeah, no. well, well, you know, if you're a fan, make sure to go on to iTunes and give us a good rating. <laughs> Don't ask our guest to rate our <laughs> I got to start somewhere, Andy. <laughs> all Fucking right, all monster. Right. I know we've got one. <laughs> <laughs> no, David. Don't feel pressure to do a goddamn thing. You really should do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to use like the marketing guru. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> did we talk about that? No. <laughs> no, I don't well, think we have one yet. I was gonna say talk offline about that one. Yeah. All right. All right. You may want to work out. You know who gets to talk about marketing on on, on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell your mom about it. Tell your mom. Uh, just your just your moms. Tell your moms. <laughs> uh and your friends yeah i think i think that's i think that's us i think that's episode five i think we got this yeah yeah uh, uh f- four to beam up mm-hmm. yeah and we <laughs> remember because uh, we, we were Sonic. doing a spaceship thing yeah but you know, <laughs> but now i want to do a little viking funeral for for sonic i want to uh, yeah send him off i mean they did that in star trek too for sure know, so we can send viking off funerals yeah i know at the end of uh end of wrath of time <laughs> They totally did that. They shot. They shot. They shot Spock's coffin into space. Oh. So let's do well, that for Sonic. Set it on fire. <laughs> we can do that though. All right. <laughs> yeah. Light the torch. Twist. Yeah. Set, set Sonic on fire. He's mm-hmm. no longer way past cool. He's the fastest thing dead. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone have any words to say? No. All right. Goodbye, Sonic. He was way past cool. <laughs> He was, too, he was too cool for his time. <laughs> Let's juice it. Let's cool. juice it, old buddy. Let's juice <laughs> it. Scooting and rooting. You're, you're, you're juicing in heaven now. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Uh, yeah, and we play Amazing Grace, and we send them off. <sighs> Goodbye. Bye. Good night. Good night, everybody.